I got this right here, I'm gonna change this year And if I buy these things, I'm gonna make it clear I can I can Very special show today First of all, we're live, we're in person We are together There you are, you're right now, I can literally touch you In H-Town I can poke you in the shoulder It's exciting Yes Houston Houston I'm excited to be here You've flown down just to do this show. <laughs> exactly. Not related to the fact that we our don't have any expense budget, but we thought, hey, let's fly you in. Let's do the. Let's fly me in. It's costing an arm and a leg. But you're here. I'm here. I, it's humid as hell. It's Houston. I like it. I weirdly, I'm into it. I like the heat. I like where you're like have options. For clothes, I just have to wear shorts, and shorts a and a t-shirt yeah. every day. I'm in flip-flops. It's really exciting. Uh, I, the humidity is good for my hair and skin. I, I had this idea for a sketch where it's a guy going to get a like a sauna, and he goes in there. She's like, "Oh, hello, very, mm-hmm. you know, you're welcome." And he fills out the whatever, and she's like, "Okay, come." And they go through a they through a door, and they just go outside, and there's a car parked. Right. Outside. Right. She's like, she opens the door. She's like, right this way. Yeah. He's like, yeah. what? He goes in and he gets in the car. And then later he's just raving about it to his buddies. Oh, you won't believe it. It's the greatest thing. Yeah. It's just. Car sauna. <laughs> or literally it's just a pipeline to Houston, man. It's like yeah. a sauna. But I, I'm into it. Well, if you like to sweat, you know, uh, you like a sauna effect. I kind of do. I kind of do like it. You know, it's got a little sultriness at night, too. That's what I'm saying. I feel good. I feel like I look good. I'm like, (laughs) L.A., Houston, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm better looking in Houston. It's just better all around. Better looking. And, okay, so my first question. I mean, by comparison to, like, the rest. L.A. is full of, you know, gorgeous models and actors and such. Right, who then have bred and produced children who are also gorgeous and who then breed with each other. So it's like this genetic pool of hyper good-looking people. Very good-looking. Yes. Yeah. Houston's good-looking too, though, I'm going to say. yeah, Houston's solid. I like it. Downside is I have seen two giant roaches since I've been here, and it's upsetting. That's the upsetting part. You definitely bigger roaches here. No. Everything's bigger in Texas. Roaches. Didn't miss it. Fox included. was like, my kid was like, I've never seen a roach. And I was like, that's right. Kid has never seen a roach in Los Angeles. Yeah. And now he's Well, seen... here they're just hanging out on the street corner, oh. picking their teeth. Hey, kid. No, I don't like it. Come over here. It's very upsetting. It's not for me. Well, we were taping this um, in basically where I've spent the, the last uh, year or so, mm-hmm. for the most part, here at Julia's, my new home. I have to ask you. Yeah. Seeing this place, one of the uh, common themes of this podcast has yes. been your envy of my life. Yeah. No, Does I'm, this place make you more or less I'm envious? enraged. I'm enraged. <laughs> how have you, you're like Kramer, like how have you like fallen ass backwards into this like fucking awesome house? It's so nice. It's so nice. Well, Julia has kind of your sense of style too, I, I think. I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. So it's she- such a nice place. Yeah, it's it's frankly enraging. I don't you don't deserve it. It's not fair. Oh, I don't deserve it. <laughs> wow. You deserve it. You deserve it. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> you did it. I just moved in here really just so that one day you could come here I know. and be jealous. I know. Of the sitch. I mean, like these all these little nooks. Look at this outside nook. It's so nice. It Look, is a nook filled nook place. There. there are a lot of nooks. You're oh. you're absolutely right. 
I got maybe I should move to Houston. Uh, yeah, you just move kicked me out moving here. <laughs> Julia, think about it. Oh my goodness, H Town. I, I guess my second question now that we've we've been doing a number of these, yeah, is I, I you know we we're just talking about Julia. I don't know if Julia will ever get to this one. I know she. I think she's listened to the first couple of them. Yeah. The last podcast I had, which I did with my friend Ian, mm-hmm. his wife never listened. To right. It. Right. And her defense was. I listened to him enough. Right. Now I feel that. <laughs> Bill, Bill, I think, has only listened to the first two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I was a little bit like, hey, babe, when are you going to get around to listening to these podcasts? Um, oh, I'm so so busy. So a lot of things busy. going on. Very, a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on. He actually was legitimately busy. But um, he started listening. So we'll see. You know who makes me laugh and cry? Who's that? Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen! <laughs> brings us to the point of this podcast today. Uh, we have obtained a Joel Osteen inspirational cue. It's an inspiration cue. Tell us how, how you got this thing. Well, this is exciting. This was, I mean, honestly, this cube is sort of the reason for the podcast. You saw this cube somewhere, like a CVS or something? Yeah, like a Walgreens, Walgreens or CVS maybe, yeah. And sent me a picture of it when we were talking about doing this podcast. And I was like, oh my God, we have to get this cube. I, I dislike Joel Osteen, which we can talk about. And so I was like, I don't want to buy this key. I don't want to buy it. He does seem to, to raise, uh, yes, people's, you either kind of love him or right. hate him. Love him or hate him. I'm on the hate. And I was like, I do not want to buy this cube because I don't want to give Joel Osteen money. So how do I get this cube? So I was looking around on his website and there was a thing that said, if you give any amount of money right now, any amount, we will send you a cube. So I was like, okay, I'll give him a dollar, and then he has to send me the cube, and that's got to have cost, I mean, like, that's got to cost him more than a dollar, right? What a great guy. Who was going to send you something for a dollar, and you hate this guy? I'm getting all this mail, I mean, which I'm hoping is also costing him Well, that's part of the deal. You're on the mailing list now. I'm on the mailing list. Believe God's promises. Receive his goodness and favor. Enjoy his blessings today. Okay, open it up. Let's see what we got. I gave him a dollar, and now I got the cube. It worked. And now I'm getting like tons of mail, which I haven't I haven't opened. All right. Thirty thoughts for victorious living. Great. Okay. Great. That's my thirty thoughts. You sent you thirty thoughts for free. Listen. Penny yeah. for your thoughts. That's thirty pennies. This guy right there. takes in millions of dollars from people. <laughs> uh, Anyway, I, I can't, I will, I don't know. Do we start now with why I hate Joel Osteen? I don't know. I mean, haven't you already started? <laughs> this isn't starting? Well, I made a list. Oh, I made a list. Let's I open made it a up list. I made a and list. review. All right, this is in no particular order, but I think for me the... Hey, you know, we should write a book, Why I Hate Joel Osteen. I know. Here we go. All right. Just the title alone is a good seller. Okay. I think the number one, my number one is Ooh. that... Yeah, he promotes this, like, prosperity theology bullshit. The prosperity is, gospel stuff. Yes, which is the belief that the reward of material gain is the will of God for all pious Christians. So that means God wants you to be rich, which is so... I am not a Christian. I am not religious. But that is so fucking antithetical to me of what Jesus was about. And it makes me enraged. And I'm like, this is not yeah. Christianity. Um, well, okay, that's fine. I, I mean, I would say there's been plenty of misapplied people using Christianity throughout time. Well, jo- yes. Joel not being certainly among the most egregious offenders. 
But it just feels like that old televangelism from the '80s that we grew up with, with like it's Jim Baker. It's similar, but you know, he, you know, when you watch those, um, let's say the USA thing, right, that comes on every uh-huh. Sunday. You know, he's paying for this advertising spot on USA. It's yeah. essentially, uh, you know, thirty-minute commercial. He's paying for it. He never asks for money. People give him money. Well, of course, but there's not like a scroll running the right. entire time. Right. It, it's it. He's less sleazy than your typical evangelist to me. Okay. Which is like, oh, everything is about the money. You know, give us your money, blah, blah. It's, I, I'm just saying. When he's giving one of his messages, it's not about that. Now, all that stuff, I can't, you know, I'm not going to sit there and defend <laughs> Joel Osteen for, because <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what he does with his money. I don't know how much money he makes. He has I don't, a yacht. He's got a crazy mansion, more than one. It, it's just, it's gross to me. Well, if you believe that that's okay with God, then yeah. I just think that's a gross perversion of what. That Christianity is supposed to be about and I, I think it's gross that he has like it's a church he has a, why not just become like a Tony Robbins motivational speaker but no he has a tax exempt church where he gets to rake in all this money anyway well I mean you want to talk about things that, that have like garnered the tax exempt status I mean I don't think that the Joel Osteen church is the worst offender but yeah you're right it's bad okay um, that's number one I think the NFL is also a non-profit somehow like there's what? all these yes there's all these very strange, like, how is that a nonprofit? Okay. Um, I don't know. All but right. they are. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, Here's, I mean. That's number one. Let me give you a couple others. Um, his wife, Victoria, she's going to make this list. She was abusive to a flight attendant. Remember that? Got them kicked off a plane. So she had a bad day. She was, she was, she was, how bad a day do you have to get kicked off of an airplane? I mean, have you ever been kicked off an airplane? No, but it's more common, I think, than you, than, yeah, because I'm not, I don't want to get kicked off Poorly behaved people who, that's, to me, when you're treating a flight attendant poorly, that's like treating a, a, a server poorly at a restaurant, and that speaks a lot about your character. Okay. Didn't she apologize for that, though? <sighs> I mean, what else is she going to do? She, I mean, she, yeah, well, not apologize. <laughs> she could be like, no, I, I was in the right. They were in the wrong. Number, I'm not going to apologize. All right. Number three. He didn't open his church during Hurricane Harvey until he got shamed into doing it. Didn't open his church. Unlike Mattress Mac, who is a man of the people here in Houston. First of all, Mattress Mac, that's that's all bullshit with Mattress Mac. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, don't break my heart. Why? The, the reality is that Mattress Mac does all that because it plays well on TV. Well, that's true. But, but people who have met him and talked to him and dealt with him oh, so tell a very bad. different story. All right, well, fuck Mattress Mac, too. I have Mac friends who, who are like, anytime I bring up stuff like this, they roll their eyes. I'm like, what? He's like, okay, let me tell you a story about Mattress oh, Mac. Oh, no. All right, well, delete that. I'm going to make it. If you ever, list. like, imagine being, okay, first, this is a minor thing. I'm not going to get into some of the major Mattress Mac <laughs> stuff, which I, I may or may not be true, but I've heard some okay. stories. But oh, th- this is a story that's true, and this just makes me immediately not like the guy. Mm. So, you, so you're in the store, you're shopping for furniture. Okay. Mattress Mac yells at a, not a customer Ooh. on the floor, but yells at one of his own employ- employees mm. that if you don't make this sale, <gasps> and you're going to be fired. Okay, well... How would you like that? How would you like that kind of pressure from your employer? Okay, he's on my Victoria Osteen list then. He sucks. All right. He knows knows what plays well. Yes, he does. And, you know, Joel is seemingly kind of, I don't know, ignorant of it, (laughs) um, naive about it. In his, in you know, his own words, he, he says stuff that that makes me think Joel, by the way, is incredibly naive about some stuff. Right. So well, it would I not read, surprise me that yeah. he was like, "Oh, y'all, y'all expecting me to open up the church?" Well, right. Uh, right. Oh, people need a. Place? Oh, people need a. Pl- I mean, it, that honestly, if he, right. if he, he, you know, 
it would not surprise me if he kind of had because he seems like someone who is actually pretty naive about someone and who has intentionally put on the blinders. Yes, yes, yes. I think I read something where he was like, "Don't, don't read the news." You yeah, know? <laughs> I heard somebody like he never like there was somebody who hated me and was saying all these negative things. I thought he was saying something positive about right. me. <laughs> Joel. All right. Courtney, I'm, I want to start with something funny. Oh, God. Listen, I haven't gone through the rest of my list. All right, listen. <laughs> oh, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. I'll, I'll go through these quickly. Oh, Courtney, you just go ahead. I'm going to sit here and okay, listen great. to you. The, his Lakewood church, this is just, I don't like it, uh, sits in the home of uh, the former uh, home to the Houston Rockets. It's a big space. Courtney, we need a big space. It All them people be, coming in. used to be the summit. That's where the Rockets won their championships in the 90s. And his ding-dang old Lakewood church Rockets is now moved. in there. The Rockets moved. They needed right. a nicer building downtown, Courtney. And I, what was that building doing? It was just sitting there. Joel, get out of here. No one invited you to this podcast. Courtney. <laughs> Okay, here's some other things. Yes, he got $4.4 million in COVID relief. What? Okay. Um, he, again, churches don't pay taxes. Why is he receiving government aid? $4.4 million. Okay, I'll keep going. Uh, I was not aware of he that. He follows the Billy Graham no, rule, which is the same thing that Mike Pence does, where you can't be in a room with a woman alone. I'm like, this is, you're, that's gross and weird. Relax. Well, you know, maybe like in the Muslim countries, you put them all in these long robes. We won't have to oh, be Lord. tempted by them. Jesus. Um. Okay. What? And then the last few. Well, his just his face and hair and head, just his whole upper above the shoulders. I'm like, what? What am I looking at? Okay. Then also, here's some things. He's well, anti. He looks like a salesman. Yes, he does. He looks like kind of a sleazeball. He looks like someone who shows up at your door and he's got like a he's peddling vacuum cleaners that don't quite work right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, that is a very apt description. <laughs> Don't quite work right. Yeah, they yes. look they look they good work right at the beginning. Yeah, they also work really well. Yeah, and then something they get happens. clogged up really easily. <laughs> easily. Um, and then I don't. If the Lord wanted you to change the filter, Courtney. <laughs> okay, and then I'll, quickly the last ones are just that he's he has this sort of like you were saying blinders on where he doesn't. He's like, oh, I don't comment on. Well, I don't ever carry cash on me, Courtney. Yeah, okay. I know I won't ever carry a dollar bill on me, but I, I could wish him well. For Okay, for example, he says he has no opinion on capital punishment. I'm like, what? You're in Texas, which executes the most people ever. You have no opinion on capital punishment. You're a Christian. Uh, you should be I against think, it. Heads up, you should be against it. Well, I just think that uh, I, I don't want to say anything negative about right. anything. Because he's the same I want to stay positive. Everybody, we need to stay, stay positive, right. y'all. Stay positive. Stay positive. He's against abortion, of course, so that thumbs down on that one. But then he like, I don't talk about it, so I'm like, well, fuck off. And then he is against same-sex marriage, but has this sort of waffly thing where he's like, but you know, if my friend had a, if I had a friend who was getting married. But he's not preaching about that. I and mean, whatever his personal beliefs are, I don't know. But he's not getting out there on Sunday morning and on the USA Network and well, saying should... anything derogatory about anybody. I know, but I think he should be pro LGBTQ rights. I think he should be pro abortion. I think he should be anti capital punishment. And that's why uh those are the reasons also why I dislike Well, it's gonna be hard to find someone who's Christian and not Episcopal who holds Mm. those beliefs. Fair. Catholics, mm, Lutherans. Catholics maybe. I don't know. Well I mean, you know, individuals within Mm -hmm. the church any individual could hold any number of different I just want to say this man here's another piece of mail where he's asking me for money so the man is asking people for money okay well you gave him your address did you think he was not going to send you stuff 
Money for what, though? What, what does he want your money for? I don't know. I mean, it's just give me your money. No, it's like he's going to send Joe you a book or something, right? I want to declare God's promises and experience his best for my life. I also want to join you in sharing the life-giving message of hope around the world every day. I'm closing my gift to share the hope and salvation of Jesus Christ. That's not necessarily true. I don't believe that if just you believe hard enough and you're a pious Christian that you're going to become rich like Joel. And it feels like, and also just like that's the point of Christianity and life is to become rich. Like I just find it to be a gross message. Well, I would not say that that's what Joel, if Joel was sitting here, he would not say that that's what his message is. Okay. I mean, I, we can say that about it, but I don't think if, I don't think if he, in his defense, he would be like, yeah, that's it. It's all just about <laughs> making money, Courtney, and that's what God has put us here for. I don't, I think he thinks he's spreading this word. Right. And helping people become you know, kind of like the Tony Robbins thing, better right. versions of themselves. Right. In that sense, I think he's 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 probably done some really good work. Mm. I mean, you know, you go through and you look at all of the, and let's take, let's just, if you listen to 20 in a row of his Sunday sermons. Yeah. There's going to be something there you can you can use to help yourself be a better person. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Probably one every show. Now... We'll Is that going to take the distaste out of people's mouths for some of the things that they, uh, some of the sins that they've laid at his feet? I don't think so. But it's not going to separate me from listening to his message and going, okay, you know, I can get something out of that. I like the way he said that. That makes sense to me. I don't, I mean, sure. I'm sure there'll be, it's going to be sort of this just live your life with hope and, you know, positivity and all this stuff that is going to be like, okay, yeah, generically, I guess I could get on board with that. But it's hard for me to separate the the message from. Yeah, and there's stuff that, the turn, there's stuff that I don't, you know, like I'm, that I, when I hear that I don't instinctively go, oh, yeah, I agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. this, some of the stuff you're saying, this, you know, I, I don't necessarily know or believe that God has this plan for everybody that involves making all this money. I don't, yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not you can if you in want the to. Christian version of God anyway. So it's like, but I do, I like a G, I'm into a Jesus message. Courtney. Yes. <laughs> it's God. Courtney. Oh, okay. Great. Listen, I want I that. believe in you, Courtney. Oh, that's nice. Even See? if you don't believe in me. Oh, that's sweet. So it's just like in the Bible. So it's like just. <laughs> Seven days, created the world, the whole thing. It's just like in the Bible. Is that right? No, but I mean, I, th- people have a hard time letting go with that, letting go of that stuff because that's what they were taught when they grew up, yeah. right? This is, this, is, this is how I understand the world. Like religion was people's attempt to understand things before we had a lot of other tools to understand things. You know, I used to put an L in his name constantly. Wait, I don't know where? why I Olstein? thought. Olstein? Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Uh, Olstein. I used to Olstein, Olstein, Olstein. And then yeah. finally one day I actually looked at the name. I was like, oh, there's no L in that. Yeah, I can see <laughs> It's that. Osteen. It does feel like it, oh, an L once. I feel like there's, I have a number of things now in my bag that are like that, where I've just made the mistake for, it's like right. song lyrics. Right. You've just <laughs> always interpreted long. a different way. You could never hear the song the way it was actually written. Yeah. I feel like there's a number of things in, in my life now that I'm like, oh, yeah, I've just always thought that. <laughs> I've never been right. I've been that's, wrong every hair, time. You're gonna. It's close to like turning into a mom, where she's just like, it's constantly like, "Why well, gotta check that movie on the IDBM, like or whatever? <laughs> I gotta go to Barn and Nobles, I'm like mom." By the way, mom uh, gift presented me. This is a gift I found in my room when I arrived in Houston. Okay. It is a. It's called Flawless, and it is a hair removing. <laughs> 
device for your face. Hmm. She was like, I got this for you. I was like, dang, burn, mom. <laughs> Thanks. Maybe you can use it She's to like, remove thought, some of your facial I hair. I thought you would like it. I have one. I just, I think it's wonderful. I think you should try it. And then I was, and then I was like, dang, that's the burn on me. And then she felt bad because she was like, no, 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 I don't, you don't even have hair on your face. I don't, I just thought you might like it. Yeah. Like, and look at you acting all upset. Listen, I used when it. When in fact you were actually used it, I bet. Yeah. I, I used it today because she yeah. was pounding me and then I used it and I was like, you know what? All right, I'm in. I'm in. It is smooth on my it's chin. It's nice to shave. Yeah. Getting a shave is I nice. Don't, I don't like the idea of shaving my face. <laughs> no. Like, no. When I was using it, I was like, I don't like, this is a bad feeling. Call it, call it whatever you want. Rebrand it. Sure. Don't call it shaving. Yeah. Call but, it. Essentially, it's shaving. My Hair chin. removal or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So anyway. Sorry. So back to the cube here. Okay. Can I tell you what the cube has? But please describe this cube. Okay. Yes. So it's a it's a cube. It really is. It, is it feels cube. very much like not a modern. Like, doesn't this feel like something that would have come out in like 1995 or something? Like, it's so funny that it's like, it's just a cube that you plug into the wall and you press a button. It's like an old-timey radio. It, it seems a little timeless, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, it could have existed in multiple eras. <laughs> it's always existed. <laughs> they found this just in the desert. That's right. Um, and out of this, Joel Osteen appeared. Ooh, yes, he sprung. They, they pressed the button, he appeared. Kind of like so a genie in a bottle. <laughs> the cube includes 365 daily inspirations. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, 52 sermons. 52... Okay. And 31 affirmations. All right. And I don't know. There's buttons on it that you press, and so, I guess you get one of or more. So the question want. is, we only have one of these. I know. I don't really understand I guess we're going to have, gonna like, you'll this. use it, and then you'll give it to me, and I'll use it. Yes. I was kind of hoping we could just plug it in right now and just see, like, press some buttons and, and see what happens. Okay. Well, I don't Can wanna, we do that? I don't want to blow our next episode, but, yeah, we could... We could at well, we're going to talk about how it goes next yeah. week, but I just want to give us a little taste of this thing. All right, so you have different buttons. You can press the sermon button, mm -hmm. the daily inspiration button, the daily affirmation button. Oh, I can't plug it in there. Turn it on and off. Let's see if I just press. High quality audio player. I know a man that's extremely successful. His business has taken off, but he's never satisfied. He works all the time. So competitive, he's got to go higher. We were talking one day, and he brought up how his father has never acknowledged his success. Never once told him he was proud of his son. When they visit on the holidays, his father never brings up his accomplishments. And this son, instead of being proud of who he is, enjoying his success, he keeps working harder and harder, hoping one day he'll gain his father's approval. Not going to happen. What a difference it would make. <laughs> If the father would just pick up the phone and say, son, have I told you how proud I am of you? How dad. I think you're amazing. Dad. How you mean the world to me. It's for our dad. It seems so Be simple. nice, wouldn't it? Yet it carries so much weight. It does. It, does. it fills are you a void this? that only the father can fill. Mm. Something we were all born with. Even as little children on the playground, there can be 20 other adults, people that we know, but we're constantly saying, look at me, Daddy. Watch me run, Daddy. Watch daddy. me jump, Daddy. Watch how fast I am, Daddy. We long for our Daddy to watch us. We long for our Father to say, that's good. You're strong. You can run really fast. We could have our babysitter watch us, 
our cousin watch us, our neighbor watch us. So, but when it's our dad, maybe the guy sitting it on the takes corner. on a whole new meaning. <laughs> this longing for our father's approval was put in us by our creator. Mm. Your children may be 50 years Brought it back around, today, didn't he? But deep down, they're still saying, they may be 50. watch me, daddy. Watch me, daddy. Look at what I'm doing. Look watch at how I'm raising my children. Yes. Look at how I'm excelling in my career. They still long for your approval. Is he crying? Fathers, here's no. the good news. Here's the good news. It's never too late to bless your children. You may not have done this growing up. Mm. This is not the way you were raised. Mm. But I wonder what would happen if you picked up the phone, called your son, daughter. They may be 30, 40 years old. You hadn't spoken to them in a while. But you call and say, hey, I just want to tell you how proud I am of you, how much I love you, how I think you're amazing. Your approval, even later in life, can be a turning point for them. Your validation of their family, their success, their accomplishment can put an end to issues they've been struggling with, can bring healing and wholeness, set them on a whole new path. All right. <laughs> Honestly, I was into it. I'm breaking down. I'm, I'm shedding. All right. That was long. Kind of shedding a tear. Actually. I don't know. Would we actually. That was an inspiration. How long was that? I don't that know. That was yeah. pretty long. I mean, only, minutes, only for this uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, that's the only one. Do you want to try an affirmation if we uh, wanted to uh, cut uh, that long? Uh, I really. I want to talk about that first before we jump into. Oh, okay. It was long. To another one. That's a taste of, uh, of the cube. I don't know. I kind of like that. You know what? I did like it. <laughs> I did like. I did. You know the part where he's I like. I found that inspirational. It, that was it. It, it was that's an inspirational cube. There was some inspiration coming out of that right. cube. When he's tying it back to like our holy father, or whatever. I'm like, Neh. but I'm like, I fully agree with the sentiment. Listen, you heathen. Me? Yeah, I am going right to hell. Except for hell doesn't exist, so I'm just going into the ground. Oh, uh, hell is here. Oh, h. Oh, hell is on earth. God dang. Fear not the devils. The devils are here. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, here in this nice house, I don't think... No, not, we're, no. We're doing great right here. Um, no, that... This is a sanctuary. This uh, father's thing, I, I liked. I agree with it. Uh, I'm going to play it for dad and <laughs> see what reaction I well, get. Well, dad, I know, is listening to the podcast. So he, he actually will hear this. <laughs> he will hear it. And he will soon be making calls to all of his children. I supported you! How, oh, bitter calls. I did very mad. Very mad would... that we would call him out. I'm not <laughs> calling him out. You're calling him out. I'm just saying, call us out and say. Well, I'm just a, we're just agreeing with what Joel said. <laughs> it's not calling anybody we out. We had a great childhood. No one. We didn't faulting. know what inspiration was going to come out of here. It's just it happened to be, uh, you know, father's blessing. <laughs> Our father is great at many things, but calling us up out of the blue to say I'm proud of you, you know, might not be on the top of the list. That's all I'm saying. Well, because he probably does not feeling pride usually. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I would say when he feels pride, he expresses it. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. The Few, truth hurts. It does. Few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he could he could lay on some stuff that maybe he's not. Yeah, but. Oh my god. You yeah. know, but it's honest. I think like a lot of people who don't show you a lot of maybe affection overly 
when they do dole it out or when they do give you some praise or whatever, yeah, yeah. It, it means a little bit more, right? Because you're like, oh, they never say this stuff. <laughs> so we are going to play that entire inspiration on this podcast? We're I have so no long. idea. Listen, when I get to the editing, we'll see what happens. I was wondering if we wanted to listen to a daily affirmation. Let's hear an affirmation. You guys ready? A, oh, they're, they're, everybody's so ready to hear an affirmation. Let's hear it. I declare breakthroughs are coming for you. Sudden burst of God's goodness. Not a trickle, not a stream, but a flood of God's power. I declare that you are a breakthrough person and that you live breakthrough minded. That you're expecting God to overwhelm you with his goodness and amaze you with his favor. I mean, that I don't know if I can get on board with. I mean, affirmations need to, to be big. You don't want to go small. <laughs> Okay. Okay. It just God seems like give a me lot. the well, unless you you need a small thing. I need to be able to take this these three steps forward and sit on this couch. But if you're like I am waiting for God to overwhelm me with a huge breakthrough, it's like well that what so what happens when that doesn't happen? Are you like I'm just still waiting? <laughs> or if you just put your mind into that mindset, you're gonna have a huge breakthrough. I feel like that's what Joel is saying. It's kind of like the secret, right? Where it's like, I just think it, and then I, that wills it into being. It's interesting. We're talking about visualization. <laughs> um, one of the strategies that athletes use, uh, professional athletes particularly, obviously, um, is they visualize the success before... They right. visualize the thing right. they're going to do before they do it. Right, right. Ooh. You know, like if you're in your coach, you're running a practice and you're about to enter the championship game. Yeah. You have the team do the walkthrough and the very last play that you call is them taking a knee and winning the game. Yeah. You want them to visual, you want them to have that experience before they have it. You're right. And so I think an affirmation is just like that. And, and for some people, something like that just seems, I don't know, over the top or extreme. Whereas somebody else who, I would say people who pray more. Mm-hmm. Like that that's something they can totally wrap their minds around and use when they are praying. Because people don't pray small typically. Right. They pray big. You gotta pray big. You know, they pray for this breakthrough mm -hmm. and are used to praying a lot and have a strong connection with it. I think these are very useful. I think I'm excited about the cube. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna we're gonna fall out about the cube gets to use the cube. I don't understand how we're gonna. We may have we're to gonna just have, buying. We're gonna not be able to share this cube. I know. Do we want to before we go just just leave it on one little one little affirmation before okay. we go, y'all? Let's do it. I declare breakthroughs are Wait, coming. Wait, this for is the you. same one. Hold on. Breakthroughs are coming your way. Okay, here we go. I declare that there is an anointing of ease on your life. Mm. God is going before you, making crooked places straight. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. You will not continually struggle. What used to be difficult will not be difficult anymore. I declare God's favor and blessing on your life is lightening the load and taking the pressure off. Not a lot of people using the word yoke anymore. <laughs> no. This is an old-timey word. Yeah. You pretty the much yolk. have got to be pretty thick in the religion to throw out a word yeah. like yolk. <laughs> Unless you're talking about eggs. Yes. Sure. I use it Yeah, throw those yolks away, you know. <laughs> Not like the yolk of life. The yolk. Ooh, weighing heavy on me. Wow. Yes. That's when we were all, I think, doing a little bit more farming. <laughs> right. 
Right. There you go. You're, You're a more so agricultural. Yeah. Yeah. We're so city based. Yeah. Well, Joel the, the is a yolk of the oxen. We talk about oxen and yolks. Yolks. Fields. I'm gonna start putting it into my daily uh, words, I guess. The yolk of this. The yolk of podcast. Well, it's, nice this has been a, I think I had one more thing, but I'm going to save it until next week because I think we are, we are out of time, guys, but um, hopefully this all recorded. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see you next week.